get ready. It's time to surround yourself with some of the best attractions Southern California has to offer. It's time for the Central Florida Sights and Sounds Podcast, California Edition, with your hosts, John and Anne-Marie Carigliano. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 27 of the Central Florida Sights and Sounds Podcast, bringing you the sights and sounds of Central Florida's world-class attractions. And of course, I'm your host, John Kriglau, and with me is my wonderful wife, Miss Anne Marie. Hi. Well, it is Part 2 of our Universal Studios Hollywood edition, uh, our tour of the wonderful park, and actually with me is uh, one of my longtime friends. i uh, been friends with him since 2005. I uh, haven't seen this guy since my last trip in July of 2009. It's the one and only Mr. Stephen Ross. Hello. Uh, and, of course, I knew him from, uh, for all of you that used to listen to me during the Mouse Times podcast and before that, Disney Forever. This is the guy that, uh, if you listen to the very first episode of the Mouse Times podcast, this is the guy that is on that podcast. What's the matter? You, you're giving me all those faces. You were number two? Number two. Number two. So we're actually here at Universal Studios Hollywood all together, and we in the last episode we did everything in the lower lot. We did Transformers, we did Mummy, and we did Jurassic Park. Even though you decided to uh, opt out for Jurassic Park, I did opt out. I was protesting. You were protesting. I think. Well, I was like the the fact that it's a water ride and you don't offer a free locker when you offer free lockers for everything else. I thought that was a little ridiculous. And the guy's like, "You don't get wet." I was like, "We have this ride in Florida." Um, I don't believe you. <laughs> so I, I went ahead and wrote it. So now we're up here on the upper lot where we have the Simpsons ride. We have the tram, the, the world-famous tram, unlike Disney's Hollywood Studios where it doesn't exist anymore. Well, and it was fake anyway. And it was fake anyway. So this actually has, like, real working sets. So uh, we're going to go by Neural, and we're going to experience, uh, I guess we're going to experience the tram. Yes. Yeah? We're experiencing the tram? Okay, so we're going to go on the tram, which, uh, from what Steven said, is like seven attractions in one, but... And then we're going to get a preview of what's coming to Florida in the Fast year. And F- Fast and Furious Supercharged coming 2017. Because apparently they forced you to go on it after the studio tour. <laughs> yeah. So let's go by Neural and gets, uh, let's get underway. All right. Let's go. At least we'll know what we're getting into. Because the, because we we don't have that section where the hands are reaching out for oh, you on the ceiling. Yeah. yeah, we don't have that. And ours, you know, we have like the little the little kid who gets mummified. And is like, he's like, what are you insane? Get out of here! You know? The curse, it's real. And I was like, the only part I didn't like about this one was the end felt 
felt really underwhelmed. Because you have this. It used to be different. Okay. And there was no Brendan Fraser screaming about coffee, so it was like, I'm like, Oh, there's the herbology. Oh, yeah, look at that. Ouch. And of course, funny because. Uh, was it uh, was race? Square. Yep, Courthouse Square, which uh, everyone knows from Back to the Future. Um, race through New York, starring Jimmy Fallon, just re is replacing Twister out in Universal Studios, Florida, I think. And uh, the studio tour here is actually hosted by Jimmy Fallon. Unfortunately. Un unfortunately. Really? Oh, and the. Sorry, I, I missed that. What'd you say? I think I've been on this too many times where he's now obnoxious to be on this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a Jimmy Kimmel person. You're a Jimmy Kimmel? We, we passed by a studio on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't. Yeah. 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 Like we, we went one block past that, and I was like, mm -hmm. um. Nope. Oh, sorry. So I was like, let's turn around. Oh, English towards the right here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I felt. Or Espanol. Espanol. I might have. Uh, I've been afraid, like I might have gotten mugged or something. Yeah. You can get mugged on the actual tour. Oh, fantastic. I, I was like, I felt a little safer on the tour. Oh my gosh. What's that? Yeah, they already have a word and ting. It's all screens! to come and, and see Doggy.
I was gonna say, you need to let me know when you're coming for Diagon Alley. I said 1983. I sure did. Alright. So what's happening on the screen is they're showing all cameos that the Studio Backlot Tour has made in, in actual movies. And it's actually made quite a few. Oh, it's the 50th anniversary. Which I believe was last year. What, 64? either last year or this year. I don't know, they've been celebrating it for the longest time. I kind of like how the 60th has over. Uh, yeah. I feel like this has been going on longer. Well, I mean, they still have an over hour. I want to see 100 minutes of cinema. That was like how many years ago? The 100th anniversary. Oh, that was 2012. And they're still playing it. Celebrate show, we'll see. I mean, 
Yeah. I mean, we were there. California's a lot to take in. We the new one. Well, you haven't seen the new one yet either. No, I haven't. Yeah, we, went, we went. We were at Disneyland. Well, we went Thursday when we got in because we got our two castles. I saw that picture. That was awesome. And uh, then we went and we watched Paint the Night and we watched uh, Disneyland Forever. Paint the Night makes our yeah. Paint the Night makes our. Not in the car on the way here. Paint the Night makes Festival of Fantasy look like a piece of crap. Sorry. Well, because the park closed at 9 that day, so we just had those play. And then the next day we got in, we got a fast pass for Hyperspace Mountain. And, uh, and we, did, we did a lot, even though it was really crowded. We did a lot. She realized how she. She has a candlelight this weekend. She realized how much Fast Pass actually does ruin a lot. Because Fantasyland doesn't have any Fast Pass at all. Uh, and the lines go pretty fast. Yeah, like, like, or they're usually pretty short. Yeah. Say car number four. Always excuse like situations. Do Mickey and the Magical Map. Yeah. I love that show. Stitches in it. Okay. I know. Yeah, I know. I might have seen that short little segment online. And, uh, I love that show. A lot of people don't, but I love it. But yeah, like we, like we did a lot, and I'm just like, I feel like 
if we had, it had been that packed at Disney World, we would not have been able to go down Yeah. Like, because of the Fast Pass situation, like, we got two of them at the same time. You know, like, essentially, because Hyperspace Mountain, we got there at 10, it was for 6. You well, know? And after two hours, you can get another. Yeah. So then we were able to get Indiana Jones, you know. Oh, you wrote Indiana Jones already too. Did you like it? Oh my god, it was amazing. Again, it makes dinosaurs look like crap. Yeah. <laughs> but I love dinosaurs. I thought it was scary. I like dinosaurs. I, I like Indy. I will ride Indy to, you know, to, to the moon and back. You know, it's like everybody is running around like chickens and heads. I don't want to like. Oh my god, I'm in a rush. Oh, and that's one of the things that I didn't want to do. I don't want to be that person. Honey, we gotta go, we gotta go, we have, we have, we have. You want to take your time. It's just like, calm down, you're on vacation. This is the one time you don't have to rush. You know, like one time you're here that you don't have to rush. Like you fall into that, I want to see everything, but, and honestly, that's what a return trip well, is for. Well, if I had been, if I had been that person and planned everything out to like the exact moment, the we would not have done that, that Coliseum tour, we wouldn't have gone to Hollywood Boulevard, we wouldn't have done that Ripley's thing, we wouldn't have done any of that, because I was like, oh my god, we have to get back, we have to, we have to, you know. I think you guys are doing very well. So. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, it's not like this place is going anywhere, unless it falls off. <laughs> like in 2012. <laughs> but you know, it's like Disneyland. You don't have to deal with earthquakes. I do. <laughs> it's like Disneyland's been there for 60 years. It's not going anywhere. You know, it'll be there. It's too crowded for. Oh, we had and we had great character interactions. Yeah. Like, because like they just walk around and they're all chill. You know. Yeah. You know. So. Can't do that in Florida. So it's like like I guess you, I don't think you've ever have you ever done character dining in Florida? Like you know there. Unless you count Crystal Palace, but I, that was a long, long Plaza, time ago. Plaza Inn. If you do decide to do breakfast at Disneyland and want to do character, Plaza Inn right next to Tomorrowland. Character breakfast, and they just want to challenge. And it's classic characters, too. But, like, there was, there was Oh, I get, honey, honey, I, oh, okay, I'm gonna try, yeah. They're most likely gonna go Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard. You made it to the Universal Studios tour. Watch your step as you make your way onto the vehicle. Please fill in all of those available seats. I mean, I've done this before. You can have the Smaller children have them seated towards the center of your aisle. Awesome. those outside gates for their own comfort and safety. Does anybody else get goosebumps when this song starts to play? The franchise? I, I always do, without fail. We stop eating popcorn for a quick second. We definitely turn our phones off. Should not be on in the movie theater. But for our tour, have your phones out and ready. You never know more what you're going to see out there on the Universal lot. I know what you're thinking. Gosh, where is this beautiful, angelic voice coming from? It's me, your tour guide! Hi! My name is Nikki! I'll be your tour guide today as we lift the veil of secrecy on some of Hollywood's hottest filming locations. As a part of our tour today, you're gonna need a pair of these. Ooh, 30 glasses! Oh, you're already you're already wearing them. Okay, you know, life is already in 3D, so you don't have to wear them. <laughs> Thank you, Sammy. You don't wanna 
I guess I could if I really wanted to, but then I'm gonna I wanna make this thing. Yeah, I guess I could. I really could. Okay, all right. 
is the voice. I want to welcome you to the Universal Front Lot. Our show is filmed on stage 12. It happens to be the largest soundstage on the Universal Lot. Take a look. That's right. It's just around 30,000 square feet in size, where some of the largest sets in movie history have been built. Frankenstein's Lab, Dracula's Castle, Tony Montana Mansion. All of these worlds and environments we can create from the ground up. It was an atrium in Jurassic Park. It was Whoville and how the Grinch stole Christmas. A vacation resort, couples retreat. You know, we have air, water, and gas hooked up to these sound stages so we can create thunderstorms, you know, tornadoes, and even have a beach inside. And all of that, and take a look, this is when that sound stage is completely empty. It's mind-blowing. You know what else is mind-blowing? Those Transformers are in 3D. On your right, it's just to hop and to skip away from all of our sound stages where we really film production. TV shows like Superstore, that's brand new. You can see that on the NBC network. Single camera comedy from the writers who brought you The Office. They're using stages 23 and 22 over here to your left hand side. They're very heavily insulated, 98% soundproof, but I have a microphone, and if that red light that you see right next to the door, if it were flashing, that would tell me they're filming inside. And they definitely don't want to hear this beautiful, angelic voice on their production. I don't know why either. <laughs> Stage 27 on the left is being used for a TV show. It used to be on the Fox Network. Now you can catch it on Hulu. That's the Mindy Project, starring Mindy Kaling. Remember her? She played Kelly Kapoor on NBC's The Office. She also wrote a few of those episodes and directed. Oh my goodness, what a talented lady. But you know, I did mention NBC. Speaking of Universal Studios, it's a part of a much larger entertainment company. That's known as NBC Universal. This media powerhouse is not only home to Universal Studios, it's home to many of your favorite TV networks. NBC, E! Entertainment, Sci-Fi, USA, Bravo, Telemundo, All Channel, CNBC, MSNBC, The Weather Channel, Oxygen, Esquire Network, and NBC Sports. Woo! Nice to name a few. No, I, didn't, I did not read that off of a list. I had that memorized. Hold your applause. Universal Studios has a very extensive television history, dating back to 1939 at the New York World's Fair. That was our first broadcast. Look at those TVs, guys. They're changing. My parents had this one. My goodness. Now they're flat. Now they're HD. Now they curve. What? Who has the curve? It feels like you're in the movie. That's insane. Stage 44 on the right-hand side, recently used for a feature film, released by Universal Pictures. That was Furious 7. They filmed a bit of those stuff sequences inside. And they're set holding the same martini glass ever since Ted Dewey's celebrating. It's been such a great year for Universal Pictures. Furious 7, Ted 2, Trainwreck, Straight Outta Compton, Pitch Perfect 2, Aka, excuse me. Oh, and the Minions, they got their own movie. Brought to you by a production company. They work right here with us. They're called Illumination Entertainment. They brought you hits like Hop, The Lorax, Despicable Me, and Despicable Me 2, and guess what? You might have seen that billboard. It's at the park. 
It's on some of these sound stages. They're working on a new movie called The Secret Life of Pets. What? That sounds awesome. We have Hasbro and DreamWorks here, and up ahead to your left, the dealer rent his company. They brought you the legend of Dr. Hannibal Lecter to the big and small screen. NBC's Hannibal, if you want to catch some of the third season, you should definitely check out NBC.com. So you know that office used to belong to one of the most influential filmmakers of all time, Mr. Alfred Hitchcock. That was his old office. It was off of his Steven Spielberg. He actually didn't like it. He said, turn it into a museum. Oh, by the way, I don't look alive. Those are casting offices on the right. <laughs> you never know what's on the other side. We just left the front line. You saw sound stages, production offices, casting offices. There's a building called the Buck Westmore Building. And they produce the sets inside the stages and out here on the back lot. Keep this in your minds at all times. The world is around the corner. Take a look on the right at a first glance. You're really getting the sensation that that could be an actual city environment. Good, we want you to think that because if we're being honest, again, these buildings are not built to code. Don't tell anyone. We call these structures facades. That's a French word. It means false front. So it's a building on the outside, not much on the inside. What appears to look like brick and stone are using lightweight materials like plastic resin and fiberglass. Welcome to Brownstone Street. You've seen it in Gone Girl with Ben Affleck. Seen from Unbroken, directed by Angelina Jolie, shot here. She also was performing on this street in Changeling, directed by Clint Eastwood. Now we're going to drive down Brownstone Street. Let's uh, have a little exercise here. Let's see what you can find right here versus what you see on your screens. Nothing. Because the set decoration is brought in when the production is getting ready to work. What's missing? We have no street signs, no grass, no pitch cars, no extras walking up and down the street. They're the ones making you believe that this is a real city. And the dog. You need the dog. You have to hire the dog. You pay him at Scooby Snacks. Again, all of these elements are brought in when the production is getting ready to film. Okay, guys, we're headed to the opposite side of the USA. No plane ticket required. We are here. Welcome to New York City! That's right, our co-host Jimmy Fallon. No stranger to the Big Apple. It is where he takes the Tonight Show, after all. And I'm pretty sure he'd love to say hello to you all, live from New York. Hey everyone, welcome to New York. I got my start right here in New York on Saturday Night Live. This is actually my old neighborhood. Once got mugged over there by an old woman. Tough lady. This is my favorite hot dog guy. Hey buddy, how's it going? Remember me? No. <laughs> Just like old times. Gotta love New York City. Hey, I'm walking here. Cool guys. I was just, you know, just walking there. So it's not exactly New York, but a lot of times when you see New York in the movies, it was shot right here on the Universal Metro sets. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Even if you make it here on the Universal lot. Thanks, Jimmy. You've seen New York Street and Blockbuster movies like Captain America the First Avenger, starring Chris Evans. You saw it in the amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. Transformers with Shia LaBeouf and TV shows like NCIS that airs on the CBS network. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. In fact, in the pilot episode of that TV series, brought to you by ABC Studios, the very first five minutes of that episode, one of these buildings explodes. But now you know. They're built with lightweight materials. You can easily restore them in as little as four days. Or we can just build on top. Not all of the 
these are plastic or fiberglass. In fact, do you see that yellow building on your screen? It's the flat wall over there. What? It looks really good when a camera's taking a look at it because the camera has one lens and we have two. So we can tell what's far and what's near, but it's easier to fool with the camera. Nowadays, it's easier to fool all of us. Computer-generated imagery, I sometimes have difficulty telling what is made with a computer and what is real. You know what, we're actually going to take you away from the big city and whisk you away to a virtual reality, the jungles of Skull Island, brought to you by Academy it's the original King Kong that, that made me want to direct movies. I saw that movie on TV when I was about eight or nine years old, and I wanted to become a filmmaker. I like films that just take you away from your real life and sweep you up in adventure. Kong literally does that. I mean, you're on board the ship, you're sailing to a lost island, you're encountering monsters and creatures from, you know, prehistoric times. So I was thrilled when Universe invited me back to Skull Island, and it's great to have you along for the ride. Now, we have created this 3D immersive experience, so you're going to have to have your glasses ready. Don't put them on yet, but just have them in your hand, because we're about to return to Skull Island. That's right, guys. If you are wearing those 3D glasses, nothing is happening. Except the three-dimensional darkness, how does it look? Now, we are going to be exploring the virtual jungles of Skull Island. Things will get a little bumpy out there. So make sure that you grab onto any of your personal belongings. Make sure all of your loose articles are secure. And for those of you wanting to take photos and record the prehistoric wildlife out here, you're more than welcome to. We just ask that you turn off the flash on your cameras. Once again, no flash photography. Now, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to go to Skull Island? Okay, I got one woo. That's, that's one person out of 170. Are you guys ready?
Well, that was pretty amazing. <laughs> Holy crap. That's what our skull ends will be like. There's creatures coming at them. They're seeing Kong from this side and T-Rexes from the other side. Working on a movie, we always know where the people are looking. They're looking straight ahead. They're looking at the shot that we're working on. Here you have to take into account that people are looking in all directions. Also, one of the things about this ride, unlike the movies that we're used to working on, there's no cuts because it's one giant shot in this tram that's driving along through Skull Island because of where the camera's from. This ring represents the where the screen is 10 meters away. We're really creating about 50 minutes of a feature film. That amount of visual information, that number of pixels, and presenting them to the audience, it's a hell of a ride. It really is. And you know what? I'm so sorry you had to see the dinosaurs come alive. Oh boy. 
where you saw Jack Black testing out his lucha skills in Nacha Libre. That was Peru in Indiana Jones' Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and it was in Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Very, very neat. Just so you know, we understand that California is in a drought, so we do recycle that water. It goes all the way down the hill, and we pump it back into the drinking fountains in the theme park. Stay hungry, everybody. We are crossing the border from old Mexico into the old west. Now off to your left hand side, some of the oldest standing sets here in the British studio. We call this Six Points Texas. And here in the days of the studio, Six Points Texas, it got its name because six different streets all met up in one central point. And each street came complete with its own bank, a saloon, a sheriff station, six different western films could be done at the same time. You know why it didn't matter? One concern would be, yeah, the sound. What if they made too much noise? This was the silent film era, everyone. That's why Universal produced hundreds of Western films. Some of the coolest cowboys in Mosey down there. Audie Murphy, John Wayne, the Duke himself, and Jimmy Stewart as well, just to name a few. The founder of Universal Studios, his name was Carl Lemley, a Bavarian immigrant. Now, when he was a small child, he would spend his time reading American dime novels. To us, that's sort of like a comic book. In those novels, he would read the westerns. Fell in love with those western strips. So he definitely capitalized on that when he entered the movie industry, bringing those westerns to life, inviting the public to come right here to these sets to watch how it was all being done. He had special grandstands built so the public could stand on the second floor and watch from above. And they were allowed to do something that none of us can do on the set today, make noise. Obviously, Silent Film era, they were encouraged to make noise. They were told to cheer on the good guys and boo the bad guys. It really boosted up the morale for the cowboys they were watching. Now, the cowboys, basically they were movies' very first stuntmen. We're just gonna stir things up here. Every fight and argument, especially choreographed. And those cowboys, they always fly through a glass window. So we're gonna make sure it's not glass. That's candy glass, it's made out of sugar. Breaks apart very easily. It doesn't harm the actor, and it's delicious. The body of water on the right, this was the Pacific Ocean in Michaela's Navy. And as you can see here, it was the lagoon in Creature from the Black Lagoon. Here, check out this spoiler. Or not even a spoiler, it's a blooper, look at that. It's supposed to be the Amazon, and yet the California mountains are right there in the background. This was way before CGI. They were not able to digitally erase it with a computer. But nowadays, we're using computers in combination with visible sets. King Kong, it was known for its state-of-the-art CGI. But Peter Jackson, he used some techniques that have been around since the birth of filmmaking, and that's the use of miniatures. What are you all pointing No, it's closing! Okay. Well, do you see that boat on your screens? That's one of the 800 miniatures that was used in the movie, and it's over there. Yet, it's pointed over! What happened? It was supposed to be open. Can we back it up? We can't. But, Ryan, I don't know how to swim. I didn't bring my floaties! Okay, here's what we're gonna do. I have an idea. I saw it in a movie. It worked for this man. In the Ten Commandments, this man screams, Park the waters! And it happens! So why don't we try to do the same? On the count of three, let's scream, Park the waters! Who's with me?! That was pathetic! Car one! What was that? 
filming the exterior sequences for Skull Island. Okay, right over there, that's the boat you just saw in action on your screens. That's as big as Skull Island ever was. And I want to show you once more for perspective. We recommend you pick up any loose articles you have on the floor of the tram. It may get wet. This is the SS Venture, and the film crew, they did such a great job at making this small miniature set larger than life. With the use of more practical elements like fog machines and the lights, combining those effects, it really gave this wonderful sense of eeriness. Look at the fog rolling out on the water, it looks so good. Is Frank Kincaid somewhere? Can you guys handle this? Alright, Marshall, get one A ready to go. When I say
starring David Boreanaz and Emily Deschanel. You know, we not only invented the monster movie genre, we invented the disaster film. I know. You know, one of the best disaster films, you know, in my opinion of all time, Jaws, we dedicated a whole area to our studio. Hey, Amity Island, look at that. We're going to take beach clothes. How is that possible? It was open earlier. I say we go anyway. Again, this no, looks okay. familiar. It's fine. I know the guy who works here. His name is George. You know, pass holders, you might have taken his tour. He used to be a tour guide. He was so great. He was the inspiration behind me becoming a tour Do you hear the tuba? Not the tuba. Not the tuba. That always means bad news. Why did they close that off? 
Oh, there's security. Going. What's going on, Steve? Chief Kirkpatrick, it's terrible. We're on Steven Spielberg Drive, and we just saw a vehicle without a parking pass. It is a black Dodge Charger. Okay, Tour. I'll send someone down to check it out ASAP. Thanks, Steve. You know, word of advice. If you're going to park in the studio, get a parking pass. I really hate being a tattletale. It's not fair. Oh, hold on, everybody. It's Chief Kirkpatrick. One second. What's up, Chief? Studio tour. Looks like we might have an issue. I'm patching you into Agent Novak from the FBI. What? I'm sorry to interrupt your fun, but we've got video surveillance on that charger you all saw. We ran it through the system, and the driver has been positively identified as Dominic Toretto. I've been tracking this guy for a while. He's a hardened criminal. He's likely armed, and he is definitely dangerous. My men and I are on our way to apprehend him right now. If you see him, don't be a hero. Don't engage him. Just keep a safe distance and report any further sightings to studio security immediately. We'll handle it from there. Oh, wow. So glad I caught that. You know, I just saw a golf cart, too. I didn't see a pass, the, the but The acting in this is we'll really impeccable. See you guys if you see a vehicle. I will call up Jim Kirkpatrick. I will not hesitate. But I guess we should just continue with the tour. If you couldn't tell, I'm being sarcastic. As we're driving around, hey, we really have we're a gonna street have to deal with because it soon. Universal yeah. City, it's a real city. Now, Carl Emley, you learned a little bit about him. It was his dream to create a city dedicated entirely to the making of motion pictures. And he did it. Just like the city you all live in, we have a zip code. It's 91608. We have a police station and a fire station that you saw as we were starting the tour. That's not a film set. That is an actual Los Angeles County fire station named 51. So for anyone who remembers the classic television show Emergency, their station is 51, and if you're a fan of NBC's Chicago Fire, their station is also number 51, paying homage to hours here on the lot. We have a dry cleaners, a shoe shine, restaurants, gymnasium, a gas station, a DMV. We have a DMV. It's open twice a month. But it beats waiting at line over at Van And right now, we are on Steven Spielberg Drive. He has the longest street here at the studio. And it's well-deserved. He and Universal have a very long history together. When I was about, I don't know, 16 years old, and I began hanging out at Universal during my summers. We went to college nearby. I continued to come on the lot and try to become a director. Universal sort of is my birthplace. This is the place I consider my first home. And I love it here. And uh, I keep coming back. <laughs> Ron Howard. Ladies and gentlemen, our next stop is Whoville at the base of Mount Sunday. It's the home of the Who's and each year they profit. And I'm here at Whoville, like Christmas a lot. 
from the eldest of booths to the tiniest tot. So join the celebration and here you belong. Desert for $16,000, and I had the same reaction, and then I thought, wow, 
What a good deal for an airplane. You know, we can all go in on an airplane. We'll gut it, turn it into a nightclub. I have ideas. Someone else is going to have to take care of the shipping and handling. It's not me. Just to get this airplane to the studio, they were charged $200,000. I know. They should have used Amazon Prime. Because it's, it's just something you don't see. You're doing good. You're doing great. Keep your eyes on me. Listen, I'm going close your eyes, okay? Stand close. The studio tour loved the set. Now, usually, a set this large gets cleaned up after the production has wrapped. They'll throw away the trash and return any props back to the property department. But he said you can keep the set for your studio tour as long as nobody films on it for five years. We said deal. Five years passed, and you've seen this set in productions, like music videos. Nicki Minaj and Rihanna's Fly shot right here. The phrase, never say never. And I would recommend looking it up on YouTube. You show your friends, you're like, I was on that set. And also, a Pepsi mini can commercial with Cuba Gooding Jr. An all-state commercial for house insurance. I can't imagine one. And also TV shows, like Comedy Central's Tea and Peel. And Community with Joel McHale and Allison Brie. It was also featured in America's Next Top Model. They had a, a zombie photo shoot out here. Pretty cool. Robbie, get in. What is that? Get in. serious than I thought. Yeah, you, you guys need to turn that vehicle cool. around oh, and head back to passenger unloading immediately. Uh, no. We're not gonna do that. We're not going Sweet to... moonwalking Moses! That's a terrible idea. What just happened? I don't know. This is a secure <laughs> ride. Who are you? I'll tell you who I am, boy. I'm the reason bad guys use a nightlight. I'm the reason the boogeyman begs his mama to look under his bed. And I'm the reason you just lost control of this whole operation. My name is Special Agent Luke Hobbs of the U.S. Diplomatic Security Service. And as of 16.9 seconds ago, I'm the man in charge. The hell you are. Let me clue you in on two things, sweet cheeks. One, there's a high-value witness from the Federal Protection Program aboard your vehicle. And two... An international crime syndicate led by Owen Shaw is honing in on this vehicle to take that witness out. Shaw's as ruthless as they come, and he'll stop at nothing to eliminate his target. Every living soul on this vehicle is in serious danger. Other than that, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. This is not your jurisdiction. It is now, stink pickle. I'm so tired of you steak guys stepping in just whenever you, you feel like Mute it. him. Don't you dare. This is kind of awkward, you guys. Talk it out. Okay, okay. I'm going to make this really easy for you. Okay. Who do you trust more? Me or Mrs. Puskett's here? 
It's a good point. Good point. Okay. Do not get... That's better. You're welcome. We're moving your vehicle to a safe location until we have the situation under control. What, in here? Until then, I want everybody to stay calm. Enjoy the ride. Taking care of business. Bob's out. There's a witness on this tramp? Who is it? Who wants to mess up? Jaden. Is it you? Is it even your birthday, Jaden? Have you been bamboozling us this entire time? Okay, we're gonna keep you safe, buddy. Don't you worry. We're pulling into the Sullivan trucker here. Take a look at these cars. Amazing! This is a known street racer hangout. And, well, I guess we're supposed to hide out here. Look at this. Wow, look at this car! This thing is what we all need to be driving on the freeway and plow right through that traffic. Are you back? 
providing the last And Bob, you and your crew, you really saved us back there. But if I'm not mistaken, it was the captain of our ship, Ryan. He was right there at the wheel with things gone hairy. Give it up for Ryan, your driver. Since it's Hollywood, why don't you also go ahead and give it up for me? Thank you. your driver Ryan and everyone here at NBC Universal. We'd like to thank you for joining us here at the world famous Universal Studios tour. And here at Universal Studios Hollywood, the entertainment capital of LA. Time to rock and roll. I agree. Bring the noise. Such a fantastic audience. My name is Nikki. If you have any questions for me, I'll be That's a tight, tight speed to get out. Yay, something for I have to look forward to in 2017. Hooray. Yeah. Well, Beetlejuice hasn't closed yet. So didn't they just extend it? Yeah, until January. Beginning of January. How'd you like it? Uh, in general. The, the tour or the, or that particular one? I know he was upset we didn't get to see the clock tower. Yeah, I was bummed I didn't see it's the all clock tower. I know. Hey, but that's the fun about having an actual you know well, set. Sort of like I can come back is, again. Like, never the same safari twice. Yeah. Like I can bug Justin again. Hey, can you get some more tickets out of the Hollywood? No, it was uh, it was very interesting. Um, Oh, that supercharged. What do you think? That was terrible. That was as terrible as I, as I saw when I saw it on YouTube. It was terrible. The tour as a whole. The tour as a whole was excellent. Terrible. And that's like you said, there's shorter experiences. So ours is going to be longer. It's like a little, it's a little sampling. Oh, fa fantastic. Yeah, so ours is going to be longer. Fantastic. Isn't that great? <laughs> That's great. Uh, the King Kong 360 is certainly something I'll be really uh, looking forward to. Um, the one thing I did notice, uh, the shaker tables. The shaker tables, which I'm used to on Earthquake and, and Slash Disaster, they, they don't, they slightly kind of go back and forth and vibrate also. The ones here really, really uh, uh, slide more intense. They, they really slide you back and forth. So, uh, I can, actually, I still can't wait for, for, uh, for the uh, Return to Skull Island uh, with the King Kong attraction, Island's Adventure. Yeah, I don't know if you, have you seen the facade for the? I've seen part of it, similar kind of, it, smaller. Big, big, I haven't seen the whole it's really huge and really huge. 
going back almost. It's it's yeah, it's between two and the two and three. I've never been to that part. It's a big jump here. Yeah. So it's that's going to open up summer of 2016, uh, along with the return of the Incredible Hulk coaster. So. I think what, what is anything else opening up at uh, Universal in 2016 besides those two? We have Harry Potter. <laughs> Re remember, we've had that for five years. Did you see the Disney Studios from here? Yes, we we will be there Tuesday. I'll let you know how it is. I haven't done a tour. I've been inside the animation theater and I saw Tron there. Oh, nice! One of my friends' dads. Look at that. Look at that beautiful view, honey. You will have... There we go. And one more with Steve. What's up? The Who, the Whoville show production yes. is only a Christmas thing. Normally throughout the year it's just the set without any decorations and there's no show. Oh, so it just drives... Oh, that adorable dog. Kind of just none, none of that. Oh, wow. There was the most adorable dog on, this, on the set. Like, it was just like... He kept on looking, he kept on looking backwards. He just chilling there. <laughs> He's like, hi, I'm adorable. <laughs> so now we're back in Springfield. And now we're back here in Springfield. And, and actually, we could look at the production schedule and we could see what they're actually shooting. A long, a long time ago, the, the sign is still there. Uh, if they ever do anything being like T TMA or or, um, or whatnot, they actually do have. Uh, they'll do write the uh, what stages are being done what. What's an uncle? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, really? Macaulay Culkin was in it too. He was the child. Oh, interesting. Huh. So, anyway, I think that'll do it for this week's show. We, I think so. I mean, this was a pretty hefty show. We went on this, the train, which was over an hour. And uh, so, yeah. So, Steve, you also think that's a, that's a wrap for this week's show? Pretty good show. It's a pretty good show. So, of course, you can email the show. Uh, mind you, I'm doing this without a script, so I'm doing this just for memory. It, will everyone here attest that I don't have anything out? He has no phone. No phone, okay. So you can email the podcast at podcast at cfss.com. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at johncfss. You can follow Anne-Marie at anne-marie-cfss. You can follow our main Twitter account at centralflsas. You can like us on Facebook, and you can follow us... Or uh, search us on uh, YouTube. We've got some great videos on there. None of those videos will include Steve's beard, but. <laughs> I do that all the time. 
So again, for myself here at the entrance for the studio backlot tour here at Universal Studios Hollywood. Say goodbye, Steve. Bye. Bye, Steve. Say goodbye, Emory. Goodbye, Emory. And uh, for myself here, so long have a magical week, everybody. Kungaloosh!